All right, y'all. All right, y'all. All right, y'all. Look, I get to tell the bad dad joke this week. I am ready. It is coming. Are y'all ready? Huh. Let's get ready. <laughs> All right. What did the baby corn say to the mama corn? Papa corn. Close. Don't let me pop a cap in your ass. I don't know. Close. <laughs> Gonzo was close. What did the baby corn say to the mama corn? Where's my papa? Close again. Uh-huh. <laughs> Look, I'm going to combine y'all answers. Here we go. Where's popcorn? Ah, come on. <laughs> come on, man. Yeah, man. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, <I'm just> <laughs> Appreciate y'all. All right, look, we'll roll into the show. Yeah. Welcome to the For That Podcast. What is going on, everybody? Welcome to another episode of the Four Dads Podcast. Uh, we've got another great episode coming to you today. Uh, just as a reminder, uh, we want to ask you to subscribe. We want you to write us for dads podcast at gmail.com. Uh, hit us up on our Instagram, hit us up on YouTube, the four dads podcast. Uh, and with that being said, I welcome the host, my beautiful, beautiful hosts. Uh, what's going on, guys? Uh, we got Vince, on, Alex, DeAndre, great dads. Uh, and with that being said, after they give you their what ups real quick. We're going to roll into the first segment. <laughs> Shaba, Shaba, Ricks. Yeah. Shaba, Shaba, Ricks. What's up, y'all? What's going on, my brothers? <laughs> what up, what up, what up? What up, Kick? Damn, I think somebody just fell off the bed upstairs, bro. I ain't going to hold you. Oh, shit. You just heard a loud bang? <laughs> I heard a bang, bro. Uh, I think you gotta if you hear a cry, you know the sun wrong. That's when you know you gotta move. Yeah. It's fine. We good. We good. All right. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Well, uh guys, we're gonna we're gonna go right into the first topic here. We'll roll right into the struggles of the week. Y'all ready? Anybody got any good ones for me? Anybody no, but you know, you know what? I wouldn't even call it so much of a struggle, bro. But right. so my, my my wife, she picked up my son today from school, right? Mind you, he's four. He's going to pre-K four. He's like, he's like, mom. He was like, you know, his classmate. He was like, you know, Ziri. She, she hugged me today, and my wife was like, oh, well, that's nice. He was like, well, now we're in love. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I lost it when she told me that. I was like, that's my boy, bro. Get my. That's just funny, bro. Oh. <laughs> uh, what about y'all? Hey, that's little Alex right there, man. Uh, 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 <laughs> uh, this guy. Uh, I, I, I'm trying to explain comps, concepts to my child, my, my daughter. Prime example. Uh, the other day, and she asked me, she was like, Daddy, Daddy, if I go underwater, you go underwater, you are still in water. once you start poking and prying and start really like delving deep in there is because she was thinking about swim class 
my head underwater in swim class? Am I still like in water? If my head's above water, am I still in it? But staying where you're trying to come from now. But I don't know. It's, it's a whole bunch of little concepts like that throughout the don't know how to explain or even start. You're just like, I, I, I don't even know. I'm just going to take the L. I don't even know where to go with this. <laughs> oh, man. That's a good one, though, because I would never thought about something like that. Like, how she come yeah. up with that thought process? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> you know what I'm the straight intelligence. <laughs> <laughs> so, no, that is a good one. What about you, Keek? You got any struggles for this week? Uh, most likely, it's uh, the only thing really I could think about is trying to juggle work and practice and everything that has to do with kids and getting them to, to the right places at the right time. <laughs> Never the never ending struggle, aka yeah. being, a, being a parent. <laughs> yeah, turning your stuff out. Not only get go ahead, Vince. Older Keandre, is it just harder to drag them? Like, do they have like they just late on everything, or just take any type of time management? It's more like um, they're probably on time, but I'm probably late to where I gotta do. Got it. <laughs> so, that, that one, that one hurts more. It's yeah. like you tried so hard, you tried so hard, and then you still like. <laughs> so I don't tell you, man. Cycle, facts, bro. facts. <laughs> uh, my struggle this this week is uh something different. Um, it's a it's, it's a little. It wasn't it wasn't just this past week. It was maybe a week or two before. But it's definitely a struggle, so I'm going to let y'all hear about it. Uh, recently, I spent uh, the week at a friend of mine, uh, his home. Uh, and with that came uh, me getting a rental car. And, you know, people are comfortable. You're comfortable with your cars. You know, you comfortable. You get into programs with your cars. You figure out, like, what you can and cannot do with your cars, right? So one thing that I know I can do with my car uh, where I'm currently at is that in the morning, if I need to get my kids out of the car, I can put my kids in a car and then I can close the doors in my car, knowing that my car is not going to lock all of my doors. And then oh, I can go God. back into the house and I can do things and then like grab the bag and other things like that. And then I get back in the car and then we depart. Uh, I was in a car this past week that did not function like that. Uh, the moment you close that door while the car was running, it locked all four doors. Wow. And I, and I had put my son, my oldest son, in the car with the heat on, mind you, because fucking Connecticut is cold. So here we go. Here we go. What are we about to do to get him to undo his car seat? Because I already buckled him in. He's already buckled in. No. So what am I going to do to get him out of this car seat and then have him open his door or like or like drop the window down or something like help me with something. So, I mean, look, there was a state there were stages in the way this this happened. First, it went to, OK, he's he's got it. He's going to do it. <laughs> he's pressing the button. He's pressing the button. And his daddy, I, I'm not I can't press the button. I'm like, uh, I'm, th I'm thinking to myself, yo, if this kid can't get out the seat, ain't nothing we can do. Uh, I was at Vincent's house. V Vince is on the phone. Vin 
Vince is, sure Vince is at the door. He's in the breezeway, like, because it's raining outside, so I'm just standing in the rain. Vince is in the breezeway, like, uh, should I call the cops? Should I call the, <laughs> should I call uh, 911? I'm like, I, 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 I don't know much. you should have had a panic attack let's try something else you know (laughs) thankfully thankfully you know my wife calmer and and in this particular moment uh is still working with him to try to get him to open this door and try to uh, undo his car seat uh instead of undoing the car seat he figures out a way to get both of his arms out of the car seat with instruction uh, of my my beautiful and amazing wife and then uh, he proceeds to uh, open the door and let us in. So it was a, a, a quickly terrifying wow. moment. I was one step away from breaking that nope. window. Right. I was insurance covers the windows. Fuck that shit. I'm breaking it. Hey, I had already collected. Gonzo, you read in my mind, bro. I already knew I selected that insurance. It was about to go down. Trust and believe. I was already on that wavelength, and Janelle figured out something else right before I did it because it was about to happen. Yo, thank God for the wives, bro. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Live longer. We don't, bro. Oh yeah, because I'm trying to talk through it. He's not even hearing me. He didn't hear what I'm saying. Junior was just staring at you, just like yeah. It was wild. (laughs) Definitely. Is I don't you, Dad. <laughs> All right. I'm glad went, that worked out, though. That's that sounds hey, crazy. Hey, good looking, G. Yeah. <laughs> and with that, uh, I'm gonna let it roll on to the next topic, y'all. I appreciate the struggles. Um, you know, we're all trying to be great at the end of the day, so uh, we really do appreciate that. Uh, and any other struggles that y'all got, you know, let us know where we would love to hear them, love to learn from them. You know, please, please reach out. All right, I appreciate your struggles for struggles of the week, y'all. And with that being said, uh, we're going to try something different. You know, typically we would do this or that. Uh, and we're going to try something different and try to uh, engage with some of the people in the, in the current world, right? So we're going to talk about some current events and trending topics that are hitting uh, the, the media, hitting culture, hitting dad culture, uh, just things that we feel like are important to talk about. And with that being said, I'm going to roll right into the first topic. And with this with this yeah, format, you know, you can say a couple words. You can say nothing at all. You know, don't feel like you have to say a whole paragraph because we still have to get to the main topic. But I do want to hear what y'all have to say. So the first thing that's really affecting the world today and something that a lot of people are really, uh, you know, emotional about uh, is a good word, is the, the Israel-Gaza uh, standoff and currently everything that's happening uh, with that war because uh, it is a war. Uh, what do you all think about this? And have you had to have this conversation with your kids? I mean, my kids are too young to, to understand. You know what I'm saying? But what I, what I think is crazy, I was talking to my coworkers about this earlier. I'm like, listen, um, honestly, bro, like, I'm not, I don't, I, I've never really read the Bible, but I know I read a lot of people that do. And it was like kind of things that's kind of what's going on wasn't like the Bible. You know what I'm saying? I'm like, yo, it's just, it sound crazy. You know what I'm saying? But it just makes sense. I mean, it's kind of scary, bro. And you see the kids and you see the little babies that's that's hurt out there, bro. That shit is wild. Yeah, yeah, I agree. I agree, Gonzo. The, the, the children alone, I feel like for any father, that's got to be a, a, a personal set of 
uh, trauma associated with that and some of the stories that we've been hearing like the six-year-old that I'm not going to talk about currently in this chat but that we've been hearing about stuff that just keeps happening to, to young kids and it's pretty uh, it's scary you know his father uh, what about uh, Vince Keek you guys got anything you want to add on this one you know I haven't yes. really um, I haven't talked to my kids about it I don't even think they know um, really what's going on you know Honestly, because I've been in certain parts of the world, I do talk to them in general, though, about stuff that goes on uh, just around the world, but not this specifically. Um, I don't know if I've had a reason to bring it up, honestly. Right, right. Um, yeah. But uh, the more, you know, the more things happen, the more I want to, like... Uh, I'm not sure if this might, this is somewhat related, but not directly related. But um, uh, you know, there was uh, I think maybe like last year or something. When something happens in the Marine Corps, I usually talk to my kids about it because um, they have questions about what I did and stuff like that. And so when something happens, like do you remember the um, the attack on that airbase on that at that airport? There was an attack on the airport um, and like 15, something like that, 10 to 15. I don't know the exact number, but see, these Marines died um, along with some civilians there. But I do remember hearing about this, Kate. Yeah, I usually talk to them about stuff like that. And so what's the conversation? Like, what do you say? <clears throat> well, I try to relate it, you know, as far as when it comes to what I did when I was when I was serving. You know, like I, uh, I tell them that, you know, people are still doing it because I, I am a big uh, person on what's still going on, even though, even though we are, you know, comfortable here at our houses, you know, we eat dinner together, we eat um, lunch, whatever, breakfast, we sit here, play games with our kids, with our families. Um, some people aren't doing that right now. Some people are dodging bullets right now. That's crazy. You know? It's facts, yeah. You know what I mean? Like that's because I used to think about it, and I'm like, when I was over there, I was like, you guys, you guys know me for a long time, right? You, we, we all, we all consider ourselves family, right? And I, when I was over there, I used to think about you guys, like, um, driving. I'm like, yeah, I could literally get blown up right now. <laughs> and I'm like, you guys don't even know. You wouldn't even know. <laughs> yeah, I mean, we'd eventually know. <laughs> yeah, you guys would know, but I'm like, I used to think about it, you know, I used to think about it in the sense of like, you know, you guys are living your life, doing your thing. You know, we were, this was when we were teenagers pretty much right out of high school. So I'm like, you guys are in class and, you know, in school and having a grand old time. I'm over here worrying about my truck getting blown up. And I'm like, it's crazy. And then I come back. You know, it's like people are going out there and I'm like, yo, y'all be safe out there. It's like a division talk. between the modern world and the military world. You know, like there's a big, big, the, the real world, I guess, outside of our modern world bubbles that we live in. Yeah, it's a great point. And I'm like, they really, you know, and, and I'm like every age, they really fighting for their lives out there. Some, some kids out there fighting for their lives. People getting kidnapped out there, you know, like. I try to talk to my kids and I, I try to talk to them in general about bad stuff, not necessarily like 
this specific event because I don't know all the information about it. Right. But I assume I'm going to bring it up eventually. Facts. Vince, you want to end this off with anything? Um, yeah, I haven't really necessarily talked about it with my kids because they're too young to, uh, to have that conversation uh, at this point, I feel. Um, but it's interesting, though, concepts and things that you say Keandre because it's so easy to not necessarily get information if you don't want it right uh, just because it's not happening directly domestically in the United States at the same should be happening in the United States it completely everywhere every, everyone right. in the entire world would know about it I feel like since it's not happening here it's kind of like an out of sight out of mind thing um, that you don't necessarily need to know if you don't want to obviously there's a ton of coverage worldwide as it should um, but point. I don't know I, I, I feel like it's not necessarily um, streamlined here in the United States to where you know exactly what's happening, why it's happening, the division between the two, um, and basically what should happen going forward or what could happen going forward. And I don't, I don't think that's that clear, uh, to be honest with you, and it should be. Yeah, I mean, I know they've been beefing for like years. We talking almost a century, I think they said. Right. I mean, it's not crazy. I mean, it's it's crazy. Right. Uh, so this next this next topic, uh, you know, I'll definitely chime in on this one too. Um, but uh, Jada and Will, <laughs> you know, I don't know too much about that right now. I, I you know, and that's okay. You know that that would mean <laughs> that you're better than all of us because for some reason <laughs> we've, we've we've stumbled upon this nonsense. Uh, but Jada and Will have stirred up the black community and there is uh, a division, it seems like, between the people who are choosing Jada and the people who are choosing Will. Uh, what do you guys think about it? Is it relevant? Have you had a conversation about it? Uh, does it does it matter? Uh, give, give me anything. Now, bro, I don't even know what's going on. And move on with your lives. So I think Man. Absolutely. They need to get divorced and move on with their lives. Yeah, I mean, yeah. I mean, you're talking about you technically being separated for potentially years. Like, what is the difference between doing that and going through an actual divorce and going about your entire life? Your kids are old enough; they know what the fuck is going on. You don't know if you live legally separated or having an open marriage, or you know. I also think it's just uh, publicity. To be honest with you. Oh yeah, to sell the book. I definitely think it's a publicity to sell the book. Yeah, that, but what have they also done besides that? You know, uh, a book that was released. Like, when have they been relevant? To be honest. That, look, with you. Hey, look, I just had this conversation with my <laughs> wife. You know, specifically, I was like, you know, not for nothing. It just sounds like because certain people have been irrelevant for a long period of time that this is just like a. Hey, let's become relevant again, kind of thing. And, you know, it sucks because from a guy's perspective, it feels like Will's getting dragged through the mud, especially after standing up for her. But honestly, another point that my wife made was that we don't know all the details. So, I mean, obviously, it could just be a publicity stunt. But from the outside in, it looks like 
I, she's I, just I, dragging I, this dude. I like get it. You don't know their <laughs> marriage, but you shouldn't publicly be talking about shit like that to drag your husband publicly. Yeah, you know. Uh, That's just me. I need to know how he feels about it. Yeah, and I mean, he's been posting little small things, you know, that are not really I, relevant I need him to, to straight. It. I need him to know. I need to know if he mad or not. That's what I need to know. Because everybody else seemed mad for him. But yeah, he mad? Yeah, uh, yeah you know, and, and that's a great point, Keek. I get up on, I so I just comically got on uh, Jada's page last night and I looked at like her last post or whatever. Because I, I feel like it. People, I mean, I feel everybody. I feel what everybody dragging feels. her. People are dragging her, bro. Like, and then you get on Will's post and it's like, see, this is this. You slapped Chris Rock for this person. You did all this for this person. And she doing all this to you. It was just like, I know, I know you haven't seen Tupac the book, memes. Have you? Read the book. <laughs> oh my please, God. Please tell me you ain't seen Tupac. I, I've seen, I've seen. Oh, she in the back seat? In the front seat, bro. In the front seat. She in the front seat. Yeah. Ain't the back. Yeah. Show ain't the back. Yeah. No, nah, it just. We'll leave it like that. Exactly, it's the world we live in. Stay out of yeah. the news if you can, yeah. gents, uh, and don't post your your private stuff uh, in public. Like, let's just let's just keep it moving. Um, all right, I got I got two, I got two more. I'll make it quick. Uh, <clears throat> the next topic is pains me to say this, guys. Uh, Taylor Swift and the current state of the NFL. To just move on. Fuck that, bro. Forrest Gump and Jenny alone, bro. <laughs> oh, Forrest Gump and Jenny. I haven't heard that one. Gee, that's a good one. Uh, it reminds me like Tony Romo and Jessica Smith. Oh, oh Jessica Simpson. Yeah. Oh, I forgot yeah, about Jessica that. Simpson. I forgot about that. Okay. That's what reminds yeah. me. Tony Romo. Yeah, and Jessica it reminds Simpson. me of Miles Austin <laughs> and Kardashian. I, who said that? See, I didn't even know my. Just, I didn't even know Miles Austin was with Kim K. I thought that was just Reggie Bush. Reggie Bush and Kim K. Reggie Bush, whoever. Just <laughs> name out. Chris Humphries and Kim Kardashian. Oh See, no, but, so but I, then, keep, I keep going with Kim Kardashian. Hold on, the difference is she's in the booth. She's in the booth with his mom and like Patrick Mahomes' wife. They they they. Turn this into a whole family affair. Oh, whole thing, bro. My, my only thing is, so is the next album just going to be named like the Kansas City Chiefs? Like, is she just going <laughs> to talk about every single one of them in this next album? Or is it just going to be like targeted towards towards Kelsey? I just, <laughs> are we going to be, is the NFL going to have a new anthem? Is it going to be dedicated to the, the hurt that we've caused? I'm telling, I'm telling you, you know, 2025 Super Bowl, Taylor Swift. Oh man. oh man! I'm sorry, bro. But but is that is Zach Wilson and 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 the Kelsey's mom memes? Have y'all seen those? I mean, love with his mom. Zach Wilson in love with her with his mom. Oh, stop and how, how, how he beat an undefeated team? He's doing. <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh, they're they're calling collusion. They're saying they're saying Zach Wilson got it in in the sheets with his mom before the game, a little, a little side deal to get things popping. Hey man, Brad. I didn't say that. Uh, Travis Kelsey and Jason Kelsey, that was that man in the corner. <laughs> yeah, that was social media, bro. No. <laughs> social media. 
So I ain't catching the stream for that shit. <laughs> 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 oh man. Uh okay, well I appreciate that that fun, uh guys. <laughs> uh the last thing that I'm just gonna give you guys a, a chance to talk about is uh it's kind of like a put on for your city rep your city thing so uh anything that you got going on and in, in your city that you feel like we should know about now's the time to, to to just talk about it real quick uh we we've got uh this week coming up we've got a a hot air balloon festival that we're going to it's also the the state fair is going on in north carolina so we're gonna eat a whole bunch of food that's gonna clog all my arteries and make me sweat real bad um but it's gonna be like primo food that i make sure i share with you all uh but from a north carolina's perspective that's really what we got going this week is there anything that you guys got going from a different place nothing too much from the west hartford standpoint but i know we have uh, a walk so there's a west hartford a halloween walk basically a parade that goes in the center of our town that we have on sunday mornings where all the kids and parents and stuff get to dress up and just walk the streets and stuff like that so that's pretty, pretty cool dope. yeah it's safe yeah i've been doing that yearly at least have an enclosed space you know <laughs> that was all fun for the kids at least you know feel like they're part of a parade you know mm-hmm. what I mean? so yeah no, that's dope that's dope like in my town bro my town we um they shut down like the, the like the downtown area that's by the police station so they shut down the streets it's like a trunk or treat but you go to like the stores random cars and do like a a little trick or treat, you know, kind of during before you know it gets crazy at night. So I think that's pretty cool. I mean, I think we might yeah. take that on this year, bro. I mean, they do it every year, but I heard it's pretty, pretty, pretty good. I mean, our, our city is up and coming. I mean, they they doing a lot of new developments. All right, you know, all right. A lot of new apartments, you know, everything is being rebuilt. All new schools, all new playgrounds. It's crazy. Gentrification, <laughs> man. <laughs> Uh, Keith, what about you, man? Put on for your city. Shoot, we ain't got nothing going on over here. He says it's hot. Ain't nothing put on already, dude. He didn't even let him finish. He was just like, put on for your no. No. All right, yeah, well, uh, Corona, I need y'all to step it up, bro. You need to put some, put some in these streets uh, for my man. He did. Look. <laughs> <laughs> Nah, it's dry out here. It's dry. Nah, all right, all right. Uh, well, I appreciate that, guys, and thank you for uh, entertaining me and, and uh, everybody else out here for these current topics. Hopefully, we shed some light on some things that you did or did not know about. Uh, and with that being said, we'll, we'll move on into the final topic. Uh, the final topic for this week, the main topic, uh, Wallet Hub uh, reported this summer a list compiled of what they believe to be the best and worst states for working dads. Hmm. Mass- Massachusetts was number one. Connecticut was number three. North Carolina was number 34. And California was number 38. Damn. Based, based on numerous things like economic and social well-being, work-life balance, child care, uh, and health, uh, th- these were the main topics. So I typically tend to stay away uh, from these results as I usually don't trust sources like this uh, to make life decisions. 
but it does bring to light a great question. What do you think it takes to be an effective working dad today? Uh, and share some of your thoughts, I guess, of what that of what that entails. Uh, and, you know, I'll I'll go first just to let it roll on to everybody else. Uh, you know, personally, I feel like uh, today being in a fully remote job, uh, it takes the means. So finance, for sure, you need to be able to live in, an, in, a, in a comparable cost area to what you currently make. Uh, but I feel like working dads today, I feel like we need either some type of uh, consistent therapy <clears throat> or some type of uh, mental um, reset or a refresh. And that bodes differently for, you know, all different, all different men or spouses or whatever, because, uh, you know, you don't just have to be a guy to be a dad. Uh, but. I do believe that, um, you know, that's an area where we're, we're getting better now, but it's something that's often overlooked. Uh, so that for me, from my stance, I feel like that's one thing that I wanted to bring to light. Uh, but from the list and all the other things that, I mean, they make sense, but like I said, I'm not going to go from wallet hub to make my next life major decision on where to live. Uh, but that's one of the things that I thought about. It takes to be an effective working father today. What do you? What do you come guys back think? Home. Yeah, yeah. Come back to come Connecticut. On. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what What do you guys think, man? Give me some juice. <laughs> I think that you know. I'll just go next. I think you have to be flexible and you need to adapt, especially as a father in in today's age. And what I mean by that, with the flexibility of, you know. In today's about work-life balance, you need to be able to work. And then when you get a phone call from your kid saying you need to go get her from school, drop everything, and be able to be flexible to be able to do that. Um, so I think that's that helps. Right. Uh, at everybody's situation is that, right? You know, um, some people on this call make it held over and won't be able to leave somewhere to go get their kid. Right. Just because of the fact of the the strain of their job that they have to for safety reasons for others and stuff. Um, but also being able to adapt. Right. So, for example, if. Let's say, you know, we're talking like finances and financially and stuff like that, just as an example. Hey, you know, we may not be able to go to, you know. A, an amusement park, maybe we can go to a playground, you know, uh, that that helps out financially. So you don't have to spend any money, but you can also be there for your kids, but not only just financially, but also emotionally as well, too, because just being able to be there, uh, I think, is a, uh, a blessing in its own, because I know growing up, there's fathers who could not be there because the stigmatism yeah. the norm was to always go to work and work until you die and take care of your family right. and provide, right? right? Not necessarily be there and have those moments and have fun with your kids and connect with them and have laughs and yeah. just take on more specific roles in the household. So One thing I want to make sure that we pick on that you mentioned uh, that's specific to your area and Got, you know, Alex, I'm sure you have the same, but like resources, like you, you made a really good point, Vince. If you can just deviate from doing something that's high cost to being able to utilize the resources that your area is already giving you, that's kind of a, a, of, a of something that can help with, uh, you know, being an effective working father today as well, from what I heard, Vince. That's a good one. I don't want to, I didn't want to overlook that because that's a real, a real big one. Yeah. Yeah. And also just being able just to decompress, 
you know, you need to, as a father, you need to decompress in some form or fashion, right? Whatever vice it is that you do. Um, for me, like sometimes I like to binge out or watch car videos or like play video games or something like that. But it's just something that takes me away from um, my family and has something connected to myself or even read, you know, something mm. like that. Um, you don't necessarily have to leave the house to get that. Um, but, you know, I've been working for home uh, for close to almost four years now. You need to have some type of disconnect because it all could just blend together. Right. Agreed. You can be at home. You can be working. You can be with family. You can be trying to get dinner done. You can be trying to send off that email. It just all blends together. No, blends. I can, I can only imagine. Yeah. You just got to just be able to disconnect. So, so that's all uh, I, I was saying yeah, in that area and that language. So. Yeah. So I'm a. I'm gonna go with me. So you know, <clears throat> big thing the 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 work like Vince the uh, the work life balance. You know what I'm saying. So I'm blessed to have a job where I'm able to you know do swabs where I'm able to work for people. They're able to work for me. You know, usually once a year I like to take a whole month off. I'm blessed to have a job where I could do stuff like that. You know, I'm able to do. You know, we have a schedule where it's five on, three off. We never have the same days on or off. You know, I can. Uh, work for someone, you know, going, you know, four days on, four days off. And I try to, whenever I need time off, I can, I have all this time that I can, you know, take off, you know, and I try to, I try to take all the, the kids to their appointments. I, I try to, you know, I do all this, try to do stuff with them and, you know, take them to the park, take them to the parking lot. Cause I'm like, you know what, you see all these freaking, you know, you're on Facebook, you see all these freaking, you know, the videos and, and a lot of them are like, you know, dads, they talk about memories. They're like, you know, kids, they, they don't really remember materialistic things they remember things that you've done with them type stuff you know what i mean so it's like to me that's huge you know so so i mean i don't know what it is to work from home man that that's gotta be that's gotta be in a whole different ballpark bro like you know what i'm saying so i'm able to separate the life and work you know what i mean it's, it's kind of nice but it's not blessed to be where i'm at yeah it is it's a blessing heck yeah Heck yeah. What about what about you, Keek? What you what you feel like it takes to be an effective working father today? Um, first I think the key word is effective. Because you can be you could work, you can be a dad, but to be an effective one, you know, because it's like a title, it's like a job title, you know. Mm-hmm. You know, you're effective. Cause you you can you can just show up to work, you still get paid if you just you know, you actually gotta work. Yeah. <laughs> you know, <laughs> so uh, when I think of effective, you know, sometimes I think of like, what, what am I trying to do? You know, when it comes to my kids and what am what am I? Because eventually they're gonna get old, uh, get older, and then they're not. They're gonna hopefully move out, right? You know, get a hopefully move out, start their own family, something like that. You know, but. uh Let's say, uh, you know, when I think of other parents and I think of effectiveness, like how how much time are you putting into them? So for me, it's about the time I put into them trying to trying to make sure that they're not going the wrong direction. Right. So as far as like think about the age, you know, what should they be doing at this age or whatever age they're at? You know, I think about like, you know, I try to make it home as much as possible. 
I try to make sure that the stuff that's important to me now will still be the stuff that's important to me um, like next year because, you know, why change your if that's not it's not even something important like it's like oh, i'm gonna change i'm gonna change my schedule so i can so i can give them ice cream every day like doesn't you know <laughs> like it might be you might be you know it might be a good time but what's the point of just doing it for that right right if right if if you don't like focus on school if you don't talk to them about their life their friends right what's going on in in, in their life conversation right? Yeah, because you can still be, you can still be dad, but you know when I think about the word effective, like what's, what do you what are you doing for them? That's gonna help them in the future. Yeah. Yeah. So, but you gotta, you know, you gotta change your schedule. You gotta do what you gotta do. Change how you do things, because the whole point is really to be an effective dad. You know, that's how I feel like. So what I'm hearing, what I'm hearing is that. From your cases, that specifically that you feel like it, it takes time, you know, it takes time to be an effective dad. And do you feel like you have, do you feel like you have enough time in today's world, in today's world to be that effective dad? Well, I'm, you know, I, I hope the effectiveness is on a scale, <laughs> mm-hmm. you know, like I hope I could be just enough effective to where they are still productive people in this world, you know? Because uh, you can't do everything. Like, I, I can't work and, you know, do homework. Like, I can't do both in the same day. Either, I'm, either they get my time or they get uh, they uh, get my money. <laughs> Good way to put it, too. Look, That's look, really I'm back to Effective yeah. fathers today, time and money out. That's it. We out. Because <laughs> I'm like, if I give them time, I can't make the money that I need in order yeah. to, yeah, in order to give them things that they need. But if I just work and I just give them money, then how, what are the lessons that they're learning from dad right. that only dad can teach them? If you're not Ooh. with them, talk to them. All those. Yeah, look. So, <laughs> slow pack. We we, we talk about balance, you know, we talk about balance. So, you know, I don't, you know, nobody's going to know. And especially you coming from you especially when you come from a dad who didn't have a dad to show him what balance looked like. So, I'm right. like, I don't know. Honestly. I don't even know. Yeah, I just <laughs> I don't even know. <laughs> so, it's like, hey, you know, just try to, you know, have uh, have kids with somebody who's going to help you be a dad. Because <laughs> if you had never learned how to be a dad, you're gonna you're gonna have a hard time. Have kids with somebody who's going to help you be a dad. That's a that's a that's a one liner right there. If I ever sure, sure. mic yeah. drop, mic drop. <laughs> well, well, Keek, uh, again, prof- that was a profound profound statement and an answer. I appreciate you, big dog. Um, with that. Being said, that ends our our main topic discussion, and I will pass it to Keandre with that profound statement at the close uh, to go ahead and just close us out with the quote of the day, if you can. All right. So quote of the day. Um, my father didn't tell me how to live. He lived and let me watch him do it. 
damn. Oh, mm-mm. So much I gotta say to that one, but I'm gonna just leave it right there. Right. Cause that living, that living could be good and bad now. <laughs> oh man. All right, guys. Well look, I appreciate your time. Uh everybody who came up here to, to check us out. We appreciate y'all. Uh like we've been saying, keep writing us, keep tagging us, keep uh poking us but if that still exists you know hit us up let us know. <laughs> hit us up let us know what you what you want to hear and just give us interesting topics to talk about uh and with that being said have a good evening and we will talk to you all later later night